Welcome to Earthscaper Podcast. I'm Kevin. And I'm Nanette. This is a podcast about our traveling adventures. Reviews on movies and food. And and music. Welcome back, Earthscapers, as we continue on our journey to Scotland. So it's our first day in Scotland. We woke to about, I don't know, 56 degrees. Really didn't get past 72 the whole time we were there. A little overcast, a little bit rainy, off and on, but not anything to get down about. I mean, heck, we're in Scotland. So the first day we saw a lot of castles, right? Yeah, sure did. And you can watch it. At, uh, we have videos on YouTube, our YouTube channel. Yes, we took videos of every castle, and they're pretty, pretty astonishing, I think. Very majestic. Our first castle up for the day was Stirling Castle. That was, what I could tell, was ginormous. And the reason I say can tell is because we were not able to go inside of it, and a lot of it was covered by trees so we didn't really get a good good view but you could tell that it was ginormous as i would call it it was built from at least the 12th century built by james the fourth james the fifth and james the sixth they were sieges that um occupied during the wars of scottish scottish independence if i could talk and i got that off wikipedia You know, you can find anything on Wikipedia now. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Since we couldn't go in, I couldn't get any information. I had to look it up. So there were sieges in 19, nope, 19, listen to me, 1651 and 1746. Well, since we didn't get to go into that castle, we just drove around the outside, drove through town. The streets are very narrow, cobblestone. Loved it. The architecture was great. Uh, The houses, a lot of them were made of cobblestone. Mm -hmm. Very quaint and small. There's nothing over there house-wise that is like it is here in America, like huge. They're all pretty small. Real quaint, yeah. Yeah, it's really quaint. Next on our stop was Dune Castle. Was that your favorite castle? Uh, was that no, yours was Dunluce? Oh, I don't know. Well, something like that. Yeah, we'll get to that one. Um, that one might have been the Eileen. Eileen, yeah, yeah, that's it. But Dune Castle was built circa 1400 by Robert Stewart, who was the Duke of Albany. It looks as though originally it was built in the 13th century and then damaged by some Scottish Wars of Independence. And then it was rebuilt in its present form in the late 14th century. But I saw saw a lot of military action during the Wars of the Three Kingdoms. You know, you fought wars back then. True. You know, I'm not going to read all of the history about it, but I think that goes without saying. You know, they built castles to protect themselves, and that's just what happened back then. You have a war, it gets torn down, you rebuild it, blah, blah, blah. I don't know. I know a lot of people are history buffs. 
I, a little bit. Mm-hmm. I touch on it, and that's about it. But that castle in particular was in a lot of film productions. Mm-hmm. That actually was in, believe it or not, in 1952, the film Ivanhoe. I don't remember that one, but we'll have to look that up. It was also in Mighty Python's Holy Grail, yes, it was. which is an awesome movie. Yes, it we'll was. have to do a review on that movie. It was also in the Game of Thrones, mm-hmm. Winterfell, which we absolutely loved. Winter's coming. Winter is coming. <laughs> and also the Outlaw King. So it was a backdrop for a lot of movies, and I can see why after you see it. It also was used as a stand-in for the fictional Castle Lock in the TV adaptation of the Outlander series. Mm-hmm. Now, I've never seen Outlander. I've never picked up on it either. You didn't? I thought no. you did. No, actually, the night, uh, the 80s movie is the opposite with uh, Connor McCloud. You know, there can only be one, but that's... Oh, okay. At the, that's called Highlander. Oh, so, okay. Yeah, that was back, you know, when I was getting into the kind of like that kind of movies. Gotcha. Too, so. Gotcha. Okay. Well, the castle was also used as a location in Outlaw King. Mm-hmm. Never seen that either. But um, it does say, and when I say that says, Wikipedia says that it was a very historical place in nature. Um, it was nothing short of being just very awe-inspiring. Mm-hmm. It is so majestic. I don't know. There's just nothing like it. And they also were not allowing anybody in because it was under renovation right. at the time that we went. You know, that's not something you can really plan for. Right. But... On to the next one is all we could do. So this next one up on the list was one of my favorites on the top of the list. I wouldn't say it's number one, but Kilchurn Castle. Oh, yeah. That. That was nice. It was nice. It was like out in the middle of nowhere. Yep. And you had never found it. There's no signs for it. True. And we just saw it off the road. Right, bit, we kinda. didn't we have it or we on the it, map? Yeah, we had it on the was... map, and we were trying to look for it, and the, the, the map got it just there, and we're like, "Where's where's this castle at?" You know, and right? Because there was no sign. No. Well, there was a tiny little sign that once we parked and we got out of the car as we were walking up, you see this little tiny wooden sign right near the ground, and it's has a piece of it broke off and it almost looks like it's handwritten that says yeah. kill churn. Right. <laughs> I remember saying, is that the sign we were supposed to see? And we didn't even know if we were really in the right place or not. It was a gravel little road mm-hmm. or path, I guess you would say. And it just kind of wound around and then it went um, under an overpass of some sort, but it wasn't a road. Was it a, was it a railway that we went under? I think it was. Yeah, it was a railway of some sort. Yeah, it wasn't work. It wasn't functionable, but it, you know, it had a lot of right, wear right. and tear. So yeah, it was a so. Pass. But we don't see a castle. 
-hmm. But we keep walking and we come across this fence where it has, I don't know what you would call it, but it was like one of those, I don't want to say a turnstile, but it was a farmer's gate. One of those great big steel farmer's gates. Mm -hmm. And it said on there to make sure that the gate was shut behind you. I didn't know at this point why we would have to make sure it was shut behind us. But as we go through the gate and go down the path a little ways, what do we come upon? Big old hairy coos. Big old hairy coos. <laughs> staring at us. <laughs> they weren't staring at us, but they were sweet. They, they didn't. Were, yeah, they said not to touch them or anything, and they wouldn't be, you know, they wouldn't bother you, but. Yeah, right. Could we that, so. we had read a sign that said earlier back at Morton Camp Morton camping right. place said not to touch them because they did not like it. Nope. So we knew that, but they were peaceful. I mean, we went right up to them. Yeah, we you had to walk right beside them. Yeah, walk right beside them, right to the sign that said "Beware of adders," <laughs> and that even got better. <laughs> Well, tell our listeners what adders are. They might not know what an adder is. Yeah, they're pretty poisonous snakes. So. <laughs> poisonous be, snakes. You gotta be careful. With Which them. neither one of us likes snakes. No. no. And this path went through a very high brush, probably up to almost your knees, yeah, almost. Halfway up your shin. Yeah. yeah. So after we pass the hairy coos and the sign to watch for adders, we still do not see a castle. We're like, where is this castle? Maybe uh, we just didn't take the right turn or we're at the wrong place. But as we kept walking, all of a sudden, it just comes into plain view. Yep. And it just, to me, it just stopped me in my tracks. It was, I thought, absolutely stunning. I thought it was dilapidated, obviously nobody living in it, but this one, we were able to go inside. There was also a body of water to, if you're looking at the castle on the left side, that was like, I don't know, would you call that, and not a pond, maybe a lake, like a small lake. Bog, yeah. Yeah. Well, what was cool is that how we got to go inside. There there wasn't a roof, but nonetheless, you could still picture each room and how it was. It, it was just neat. It, it's actually located, I have here, it is located in the northeastern end of Loch Awe in Argyll and Butte, Scotland. So that's where it's actually located. And it was first constructed in the mid-15th century as the base of the Campbells of Glenorchy. I am probably so butchering that because I'm horrible at pronunciation. But anyway, it... Um, and it says that the Campbells, who extended both the castle and their territory in the area over the next 150 years... So that's what they did. They became earls of Breadlebane and moved to Tamith Castle Kilchurn. Castle, sorry. They moved to Tamith Castle. So that in turn made Kilchurn not to be used anymore. 
and it was in ruins by 1770. Again, Wikipedia mm. becomes your friend. Well, that was, I don't know. We, we looked at it. We went through it. and mm-hmm. I don't know. It was just neat to see. It was. Just something that kind of just jumped out of the sky almost. <laughs> or at least that's what it felt like. So we had to go past the hairy coos again. Oh, there were a couple sheep there too. Was there? Yeah. Yeah. There was. yeah. I didn't get attacked by any sheep this time either. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They didn't get mad at me either. And we did not see any snakes. So that was good. Yeah. Yes. Um, let's see. Next on our list, where did we go? We went to a place that I called a diamond in the rough, which was St. Conan's Kirk. And that is located in the village of Lockaw. And that is, it's a chapel. And it was established as a chapel. And it was used by the Campbells. So... Because they're in the same town, I guess. They had pews in there. And they were made of solid wood. And you could tell that they were really worn. I don't know. It's just neat to see the actual piece of furniture that maybe, you know, did a queen, did a king, did a knight. Like, who sat in those pews? Like, that's what I think about when I go in. Mm -hmm. And when I touch it. I'm like, oh my gosh. Probably touching where somebody's butt was, but, Mm. you know, eh, nonetheless. So, there you go with so again. But the St. Conan's Kirk is renowned for the fragment of bone that is rumored to have come from Robert the Bruce, who was king of Scotland. Again, Wikipedia. So, they have that on display, and you can see that there. We spent quite a bit of time there. I think because of the architecture and the wood carvings, everything was so detailed. It's just amazing. You don't see that kind of thing anymore. It probably cost gazillion, and that's a real word, gazillion dollars, to have somebody carve some of the things that we saw. It, It was just unbelievable i can't even do it justice telling you about it you'll have to look it up on our youtube channel which is earthscapers us right yeah yep i took a lot of video of it i don't know it's just really something to see at this point we started becoming really hungry we needed our espresso fix Mm -hmm. we really got hooked on coffee yes we did and it was so much better than irish coffee i love scotland coffee yeah it was good good. it was good so robust and just different you you wouldn't find it here in the states no and we stopped every chance we could I, we were like just high on espresso. Yes, we were. Yes, we were. So we did that. We stopped at just a small market because next we were headed to Castle Stalker. Castle Stalker boasts a four-story tower and it's set on a tidal inlet on Loch. And I'm going to spell this because, again, you know me by now. My pronunciation is horrible. It is spelled L-A-I-C-H. That is 
stalker mean comes from Gaelic, which means hunter or falconer. And it's one of the best preserved medieval tower houses in Scotland. So that was pretty cool. The original castle used to be a small fort, and that was built around 1320 by Clan MacDougall. And they'll come up later in our history. They were the Lords of Lorne. And then the Stuarts took it over in like 1388. And basically it just goes back and forth and goes to different people. And that's just how it was over there. Either fighting in a war or going back and forth. But that was the last caught castle that... Um, we saw for the day. Actually, that castle too, that was also brought to fame by the Monty Python. Oh, yeah. Yes, in his Holy Grail movie. Yeah. I forgot about that. Mm -hmm. So that was pretty cool. That ended our tour of castles for the day because we made our way through the Highlands, which is considered the outdoor capital of the UK. Oh, yeah. I can see why. <laughs> that was one of your favorites. That was my favorite, yeah. Yeah. Other than the other one coming up. Yep. We took our GPS, turned that on, and that took us to Route A84. Which uh, they filmed James Bond and Skyfall, mm -hmm. the location going around that yes. route. Yep. So... And that, didn't they? And they said that would be one of the most beautiful routes yeah. that we would ever take. And it was. I mean, it was just amazing. It was gorgeous. Those there were these purple flowers, and I still to this day do not know what these purple flowers were. But again, we have video of it while we're driving, mm -hmm. and it lasted for miles and miles. Yeah. Stone walls, the trees. It's just. It was just. It really was overwhelming. It really was. It was, it was probably the most spectacular ride that either one of us have ever been on. And the blue green colored water, when we would come upon a body of water, mm -hmm. it just had that blue green color, mm -hmm. not like, not like a Bahamas or tropical, just, just a whole different color. And that just put a whole nother spin on it. And let's see what else was there. It was just a lot of the nature stuff that haven't even got to the mountains yet. So there were mountains in the background, but this is stuff that you just have to see. You have to do pictures. Just telling it doesn't do it justice. But on our travels up A84, we came upon Ben Nevis. Now, yes, which is awesome. That is the highest mountain in the British Isles. It stands at a 4,411 feet above sea level. And it is at the western end of the Grampian, G-R-A-M-P-I-A-N mountains. And the Lochbur, again, pronunciation, area of the Scottish Highlands, close to the town of Fort William. In translation, it means venomous mountain or mountain with its heads in the clouds, mm. obviously, because... I see why. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 
The summit, which is the collapsed dome of an ancient volcano, features the ruins of an observatory which was continuously staffed between 1883 and 1904. So the meteorological data during that time that was collected, they still use that today for the Scottish mountain weather. Can you believe all that? No. That's a long time. That is. So I was reading that from my notes. I know it totally sounded like it because I was. The scenery was just absolutely breathtaking. And then to read the history about it was just awesome. But it was time for us to end our events of the day and find a camping spot. So we decided to head to the Isle of Skye. We couldn't wait to get there. That was that was awesome. It was awesome. Called a bunch of campsites, and again, they were all taken, except for one, which was called Ashig Campsite Sky. This turned out to be somebody's piece of land that they basically turned into a campsite, or at least tried to turn into a campsite. There wasn't any kind of rhyme or reason to the sites the showers were actually clean but the outside of the showers were just weird because it was made up of like an old shack kind of (laughs) kind of scary looking actually but then when you walked inside it was nice and clean and it was modern but it was just weird then they had attached to like i don't know a garage was an rv and they used that to like get in from the midges so did we explain what midges were earlier i can't remember it's my early dementia yeah, we did we did so they're like our our uh, mosquitoes i guess but worse <laughs> So they used this RV to, like, get in away from the midges, and it's just an RV, and people go in there and just hang out. I don't know. I found it kind of odd myself, but it was weird. We tried to set up camp in, I think it was three different spots. We just couldn't do it. The, The midges were way too bad. There was no breeze to keep them away. We eventually got our money back. We said we just couldn't do it. They laughed at us. Went down the road a little further, found another campsite, but they said the midges were just as bad. So we ended up going to Old Man's Store. Mm -hmm. And that was pretty darn cool. So Old Man's Store, that is a site where there was a landslide or a rock slide. And as these rocks tumbled down, there were, was it two or three that are stuck? I I know. I can't remember now. Well, there's at least two. They are stuck straight up and down in the ground. And they've been like that for, I don't know how long, but a long time. It's in the movie. What movie is that in? Prometheus. Right, in the beginning, right? In the beginning, yeah, they filmed there. Yeah, that was pretty cool. So seeing the same area, location they were at. Yeah, right at the base of it. Mm -hmm. So that was pretty cool. It wasn't quite 
dark yet. Of course, like we told you, it never really gets dark. It gets a midnight blue. But we thought we would take off and go ahead and, and hike up. But by the time we got, I don't know, a quarter of the way, it was getting a little darker. It was starting to rain. So we decided, okay, we're going to head back down. We're going to just stay in the car and sleep in the car for the night. Apparently, we weren't the only ones that had that idea because there were, what, three, four other cars there in the parking lot. We all stayed the night. (laughs) And we hiked up. And, of course, they have trails. There's two different trails, and they have a sign there that shows a long trail and a short trail. We took the short trail and made it to the man of store. We didn't go to the very, very top. I think the short trail takes you like to the base of it, and then the long trail takes you right to it. Something like the that, long trail. right? Yeah, yeah. It's the, 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 if I remember, the short trail is like an extreme because it's more mountainous, or you know, got more you know, rocks and and you know stuff like that. So, and then the long trail obviously is longer and it's right. more straight and doesn't curved. go straight up like doesn't the incline. Doesn't go straight up; it just goes yeah. around and. But I was proud of us. We did it. Yeah. We had our walking sticks. We did it. But um, it wasn't too bad. It was a nice day. And um, so we spent the night in the car and obviously went up the next day. And then um, that was our camping for the night. And um, it was good. I, I, I put in my notes that we slept in the car. God help us. <laughs> So that ended the day of adventures. So that would end that day. So stay tuned for our next episode as we continue our trip in Scotland. And as we say, make memories, not excuses. (laughs) 